All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Tech Talk Weekly Podcast. Um, as you can tell, I'm not Bob. Um, it is me, Autumn, again. Hooray for me. Apparently, whenever Bob doesn't want to do it, I have to do this. So I'm here. Um, and with me today, I have Michael Bryant. He is our Adult Services Coordinator with Community Engagement. Welcome, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate well, that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We we love having uh, having our own staff on here, that especially somebody like you who gets our programs out and about to all of the libraries, not just one specific, because, you know, you, you do so much for all of us. So we are we are very excited to have you here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. So we're going to get going here. Um, let me switch over to my screen. Is it going to let me? Do I know what I'm doing? Maybe not. It's okay. <laughs> all right here we technology go sometimes he doesn't want to play play nice <laughs> right right exactly sometimes it's like oh my gosh what are you doing so we're gonna share this screen over here and we're gonna bring it up to there we go hooray i know what i'm doing mm -hmm. okay. yay for me uh, there you go <laughs> <laughs> i'm very chill i'm very laid back you know, it's fine. Mm -hmm. So one of our first articles that we have um, for today is about mushrooms. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this particular article is about using mushrooms, not like what we eat. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's using the mycelium, which are the little little <laughs> roots for lack of i'm like doing this like a like a mustache <laughs> or something it's like the little roots that that grow down that the mushrooms grow down into the ground and using that as a construction material so apparently um we have been using this sort of since like about 2007 mm -hmm. at least as far as like packaging material Okay, so like, you know, styrofoam peanuts, that kind of thing. Um, but in 2014, the um, Metropolitan, the New York Museum of Art, Modern Art, MoMA, um, used mycelium to create an architectural um, uh, installation. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the super cool thing is that it can be like a self-healing um, material. Also, I, I I didn't know this, that concrete um, is incredibly polluting. Like, it's really bad for the environment. And uh, let's see, uh, 2.5 billion tons of carbon dioxide wow. per year mm -hmm. <laughs> come from the creation of concrete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we get, if we use mushrooms, <laughs> right. So, so what are your thoughts on this, Michael? What well, well, I mean, you bring up some great points when I was looking at the article and I was thinking about some of the things that we were going to talk about. One of the things I looked at was how construction contributes um, immensely to the global carbon footprint and emissions. And so, you know, it's important for us to find um, low carbon alternatives to, you know, offset that. 
And so it's interesting to see how we could possibly find uh, an, an alternative. And so um, I saw how the 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 fun the fungi was being used in that uh, that capacity to find a more um, eco friendly way to make these um, buildings and um, constructions and things of that nature. So it's very very interesting that this is a possibility, and I think it should be explored more so. Oh yeah, absolutely. My question for us, as mm -hmm. we know. Um, how do they deal with hurricanes? I know. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously we have to be concerned with that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because, uh, I mean, if it's self-healing, hey, maybe maybe your insurance wouldn't be so high if you can still get insurance. Who knows, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, that was, that was a really, really interesting. Um, I, f I mean, obviously, as we find these new technologies and these new means in this instance for the construction industry, what does that mean for the current jobs market mm -hmm. that we have in our construction mm -hmm. industry as it is now, I'm sure like the building and things like that, that might be a little easier, you mm -hmm. know, because these aren't going to be, I mean, obviously if it's really high, you still need those safety precautions, but it's not going to be as heavy mm -hmm. as concrete which is um, good, but you know, it's, it's that transitioning into the green future as opposed to still doing things the, the, the way we did in it's, it's uh, a matter of rearranging our perspective. Yes. Yes. I, I totally agree with that. Also, I think about the, the cost um, of making that transition um, because quite often we think about the material side of it, but then also, um, we have to consider the process of how you deliver it to the the, um, the work site, how it's prepared, and all of those infrastructures have to be put in place. And so it, it's very intriguing to see how that would work. Also, I thought about, um, as you mentioned, you know, some of the limitations, you mentioned the hurricanes, but then most recently we had an unprecedented flood here in South Florida. So how does it you know, stand up to that type of uh, um, um, environmental factors. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> are my walls going to get thicker? Because <laughs> it's going to soak up all the water. Yeah. I mean, that I that's the the wood in my house did that. So mm -hmm. you know, uh, I didn't get flooded too bad, but you know, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is this a, a better way? You know, who knows? It is, but as as you said, it's definitely worth exploring mm -hmm. um, because uh, we only have one planet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking mm -hmm. of our one planet and being in Florida, mm -hmm. let's move on to our giant blob of seaweed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anybody who lives in a coastal area, if you visit the beach or anything, um, knows that when this kind of stuff washes up, it stinks. Mm -hmm. It smells really bad. Um, so I know some of this is already starting to wash up. Um, but here's the interesting thing that I found in this article is there's a bunch of plastic garbage that's basically hitched a ride mm -hmm. on this enormous blob. To call it a blob is really an understatement because it says it is double the width of the U S wow. How, what, 
That's mm. nuts. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's a blob. No, no, it isn't. It is a continent is what mm-hmm. it is. That's mm-hmm. nuts. Um, but the plastic um, garbage that is floating in there with it, A, that's bad that there's garbage, flo- that there's the plastics floating in it. But it's also carrying bacteria because of the plastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this particular bacteria that comes from the Vibrio genus. Who knows if I said any of that right? It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> can cause some really bad things in yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it is one of the uh, flesh-eating bacteria, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. We all love that. Um, this That in itself is interesting and scary. Um, but what's really interesting that I found is they can study it, they can see it, but they don't know if it's actually a pathogen that you can't just look at something and go, Oh, that's going to be deadly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. There's only one way to find out. (laughs) (laughs) And and we don't want that. Yes. (laughs) Have you ever come in contact with some of the stuff that washes up? And I mean, I've seen some of it, um, you know, it's, um, and also, I you know I watch a lot of documentaries, and so I, I see it talked about in a, some of these documentaries. Um, as I was going through the article, um, I thought about how the bacteria um, scientists are looking at the bacteria and and talking about how um, how damaging it is um, to humans um, if there, if it comes in contact with us and everything. But also um, think about you know what is it doing to um, just the quality of the water. Um, how is it impacting the the fish and all the other organisms and how that goes through the the food supply chain you know one organism eats another organism and so on and so on and so on the next thing you know we have a plate of it on our table right Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. absolutely i mean you know they've particularly not necessarily just with the the bacteria Mm -hmm. but with the plastics Mm -hmm. i mean they've they've pulled up fish that their stomachs are full Mm -hmm. of plastics and so Yes, the bacteria is a bad thing. It's a very bad thing. And it could be very dangerous on multiple levels. But the plastic, mm-hmm. we can't just like take some antibiotics to get rid of yeah. that. There, mm-hmm. There's no medical cure for plastics in our ocean. <laughs> I yeah. do know they have some things that they're working on to that like eat the plastic. Mm-hmm. That it's just like, and it eats it up and it's, gone Mm -hmm. i don't know but it is it is scary in that if it if it's affecting this it can affect the entire ecosystem Mm -hmm. yeah i've seen um i i have a sailboat Mm -hmm. and um i'm really into watching sailing things Mm -hmm. on youtube okay and there's a there's a few people that i follow and there was one couple they were sailing through the caribbean and they come in contact with some of this sargasso. Mm-hmm. And it is just, I mean, okay, that first world problems, mm-hmm. my sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> I get how that sounds. I understand. <laughs> but it can wreak havoc on your propeller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not cheap to fix. I can imagine. <laughs> again, again, first world problems. Nobody's mm-hmm. crying for me. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't affected me. 
we haven't taken our boat down that far. So, and especially with all of this out there, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to smell it more than anything. I, I don't cause it's, it's really gross. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you bring up so many um, great points and, and I think about, you know, the, the, the plastic and as I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um, to piggyback on what you're, you're sharing, I think about how um, in some of these documentaries I've seen um, where we look at, you know, this intense demand for plastic products and it is what it is, but, you know, I'm guilty of it as well. You know, I, I buy these products, these, and I'm a, you know, you mentioned um, the sailboat. I'm kind of a, I'm a, into electronics, right? I like mm-hmm. my cell phone. I buy, get my new cell phone and stuff like that. And so I buy a new cell phone and the, the case for my old phone won't work on a new phone. So then I, what do I do with it? I give it to thrift store or, or toss it in the garbage can or whatever. And it's just all of this, this plastic that's not being used and, and it's just being thrown into the garbage and everything. And so it, it's such a demand for this stuff. You know, it just, it just, it's just a lot of, you know, just causes such, such chaos. Yeah, that, that's very true. I mean, in the dawn of plastics, mm-hmm. in the dawn of convenience, <laughs> nobody had the, the the foresight to think, hey, or and, and maybe they did and everybody thought they were crazy. But to think, hey, maybe this isn't the best mm-hmm. in the world. You know, maybe there's another way. And then you, you see grocery stores, right, with the plastic mm-hmm. bags. And then they're like, you can't use paper that's deforesting. Here, mm-hmm. use plastic. Wait, no, plastic terrible. <laughs> Use the paper bags. Now paper's still terrible. Use the plastic. Yeah. But these are recycled plastic. And it's just <laughs> can we make up our minds? Well, and 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 I think you're absolutely correct. And I think a lot of times we have to look at the the financial impact of these things. You know, as I mentioned, my you know, think about cell phones and so you're a cell phone uh, maker, you you create the cell phone. But then it creates this residual line of business where now these these um, case makers, um, they make the cases for the cell phones and they don't want you to make the phone exactly the same the next year because then, you know, they won't be able to sell another case. And so it's this ripple effect that happens. And a lot of it is driven by, you know, we want to make money. We want to make money. And then um, that's what the company's perspective is. And then we as um, consumers we love this con- uh, convenience and we love these new things and stuff like that. <laughs> yep. It's, it, it makes money for them and it's new and shiny to us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, Ooh, <laughs> I, know, I, know. I have to get the new shiny stuff. I know. I know. I know. I, I'm, I'm, terrible. I, 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 I'm, I'm watching YouTube and, and I see the videos and then the new phone is getting ready to come out. And so I'm watching all the videos and it's like the phone's not going to be out for like five months, but I'm watching the video. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah i i i will use my phone until it's almost unusable almost yeah. <laughs> almost my husband i'm i'm i have we've had iphones from the very beginning mm-hmm. and my husband's he actually took over my old phone which mm-hmm. is a um an iphone 6 plus oh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah they're they're like talking about 15 now yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, okay. And he's still on six plus. He's like, he still makes phone calls. <laughs> yeah. Like, true, true. Mm-hmm. You are correct. <laughs> but it doesn't do anything else hardly. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Anyway, 
he's fine. He's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So this, this is cool and scary to me. Mm-hmm. This next article, um, Google cloud is partnering with the Mayo clinic mm-hmm. to try and expand generative AI in healthcare. So the cool thing is, um, and I know Bob has talked to me about this before, that um, they've done testing um, with um, AI in in a result or in in um, in talking with patients, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a chatbot talking with patients, and the chatbots are rated higher in quality of care mm-hmm. and correct diagnoses. <laughs> versus doctors and it's like oh dude (laughs) so i mean as a teaching tool that can be really cool um but and i i don't i'm not one of these like oh ai is gonna take over the world and Mm -hmm. it's it's programmed by people Mm so my concern is google (laughs) (laughs) and and having uh, I, I, you know, large corporations involved in, in my healthcare. And th- I mean, obviously large corporations are healthcare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be fair. Yeah. But it just, it can, I don't know. I don't know. All the chat. I mean, I will say I've, I've used chat GPT and mm-hmm. um, it, it can be very helpful. I would well, say, yeah. I mean, it's it's a tool, mm-hmm. and it's it's now. I know it's very, very, very um huge um comparison, but you know, like you take a look at a a shovel, and Chat GPT or a shovel and any of this AI technology, and both of them are tools, and both of them are being used by a person for a certain initiative. So, as you mentioned earlier, it depends on what the person is doing with it. Um, as I was looking at some of the um, the AI stuff, and of course, I, you know, um, I, I talked about the cell phone earlier, and I'm excited about some of the things that they're doing with AI. And I see how some of the bots mm-hmm. have the ability to, to, to pass these exams, like the the um, attorney's exams and the doctor exams, and you know, things things of that nature. Um, and so you see how they're able to do these things. And I think used properly, it could be beneficial. I think it's going to be just like everything else. You know, we see some good things happening with all this, the things that have come before, and then you see some bad things as well. So I think that's part of the, the challenge that we have to take a look at. Um, but looking at it from the standpoint of what it can actually do, I, I like the idea of having that, um, if it's capable, having that quality of service all the time unless there's a bug you know but to say if there's no bug and it brings you that same quality of service because the truth is you know doctors are humans just like we are and they can have good days and they can have bad days um i think to myself if there was some ailment someone was suffering from imagine having not just one doctor that you're talking to but the collective of all of these great doctors who are all specialists in this in, in a certain field able to look at your medical condition right and and yeah. that's that's an excellent point is you have all of the information that they have loaded 
for this yeah. AI to learn from. And as long as the people who are creating the or putting the information, the data sets together for the AI to learn from get good data, mm -hmm. then yeah, they, the, the AI in and of itself is going to do amazing things. Mm -hmm. I just tend to be a little more skeptical of the people behind it. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, the AI is the AI. It's, it's a computer. Mm -hmm. it, it, it is neither good nor bad. It just is. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the intentions and the usage of the people behind it. That, mm -hmm. that that's my biggest concern. And I know that's a concern of, of, of a lot of people. And, and I've been seeing a lot of talk about there needs to be regulation on mm -hmm. AI. There needs to be regulation on the, in my opinion, it's not always everybody's opinion. I understand. In my opinion, there needs to be regulation on the people, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, but <laughs> using it as a tool, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's super helpful. It can be super helpful. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. And um, and you mentioned earlier about the big corporations. Um, you're going to see much like many of our uh, technology devices and um, things that are created. They're being driven by organizations that have the financial means to bring the 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 the, the technology or the device to the mainstream and so definitely that is a challenge because if you're if you're if the ai is just basically collecting this body of data then what body of data is it collecting is it limited to a certain or is it skewed in a certain way and so that's the thing that we have to be concerned with and what happens too is um it's important that we have you know you know more we raise the awareness of the of the patient where the patient is willing to go get a second opinion and hopefully they're um, they're able to go to um, multiple doctors and and maybe it will start out that way at first where you you're still going to a physical doctor and then also you can go to um, dr ai right <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and 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 be able to compare and, and contrast you know, I, I think about with the similar to i know we were talking about healthcare, but i think about the self-driving automobiles mm -hmm. and how they're testing some of those um vehicles in certain cities right now and yeah they're 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 hitting bumps in a row but it's unlike any other um it's, it's not like it's unlike any other technology that came out there's tons of um airline disasters that happened because the people who built it did not know this would happen and and certain things happened then they said okay oh well let's not do that anymore exactly you have to start somewhere yeah mm -hmm. yeah you have to start somewhere and and we are at the start Mm -hmm. of this which is great so yes. we're going to wrap this up i know yes. you have some things you want to talk about as far as the library is concerned so yes. please go right ahead oh thank you so much i appreciate that well it was a couple of programs i wanted to mention um today and um they center around the celebration of juneteenth um here at the main library here at downtown fort lauderdale we have a couple of programs um that's taking place on June 17th. That, that is a Saturday. I think those um, links will be going up in the chat. Um, at 11 a.m., we are going to have an African drumming, dancing, and story time for the entire family. So we're asking you to come out at 11 a.m. at the um, main library downtown Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, June 17th. 
And after that, at 1 p.m., we're going to have a Juneteenth musical celebration once again for the entire family starting at 1 p.m. on Saturday, June 17th. And one of the unique things we're doing, we're going to have food um, for you to, to come out. And so we just want you to come out to celebrate with us, have something to eat, bring the entire family out. Awesome. That is going to be a wonderful program. Um, one of my staff is working on that, um, as obviously, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super excited for this. I know she's very excited for it as mm -hmm. well. So um, we definitely look forward. Please, everybody come down to the Mean Library, 100 South Andrews Avenue. That's on Andrews and Broward Boulevard in downtown Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, June 17th, starting at 11. Yes. So it's going to be it's going to be wonderful. Thank you so much, Michael. It was fantastic having you today. Thank you. I'm so thank glad you. you could join us. And uh, yeah, so thank you, everybody. And um, I'll see you next week because <laughs> Bob's still going to be on vacation. So right. have a good time, everybody. All see right. you Take later. Care. Thanks, Bye -bye. Michael. Bye.